Yes, WrestleZone. Back from a quite extended Christmas break. And we're talking about everything going on in the WWE. For WrestleZone.com, I'm Kevin Kelm coming to you from the NBC Tower in downtown Chicago, Illinois, in the state that is still very much shaped like a certain part of the male anatomy, Mr. Robert DeFelis. How are you, Robert? Let me turn your mic on here, Robert. There you are. That's important. How you doing, Robert? I wish I, I was in the building owned by NBC. Yeah, well, yeah, NBC. They're doing some uh, some real business here. They're in the, they're in the business of the Rock now, the Titan Games. Every 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 celebrity gets a good obstacle course show, right? And the Rock now has his as well. A uh, lot to get into today. That's right. We have uh, we have plenty to catch up on. We haven't been on since almost a week. We've had a, almost a complete week off. How was your Christmas holiday before we get into it here, Robert? It, it was pretty well. Kevin, did you get visited by McManta Claus? Miss, I believe they're calling uh, Mc- <laughs> Miss McManta Claus sounds like more of like, <laughs> a, like, like a cartoon villain than it does like Santa. <laughs> Can they just call it Santa Vince or something like that? Like McManta Claus sounds like it has claws. <laughs> like it, it doesn't. Yeah. There's just something about that. Of course, uh, Vince McMahon dressing up like Santa Claus this week and. He announced some new big things that people have been talking about and asking about. And then finally people can stop asking us about it, too. Uh, But we'll get into all that. But uh, I had a good holiday. I spent it with the family. I was on air on 101 WKQX, the big alternative station here in Chicago, quite a bit. And I went to WWE SmackDown Live on the holiday tour, a live event, not televised, history from the Allstate Arena. Very odd show. A very odd show, and I'll explain why. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean in terms of the way uh, things went down at the show, and I'll get into all that later on. But we have plenty of things to get into here today, Robert. The new era of WWE that WWE head honchos Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, and Shane McMahon teased last week, certainly kicking off even though it was a holiday week and both shows were pre-taped last week. We got plenty of that uh, on a little bit on Raw, but much more so on SmackDown. Uh, we do have Mustafa Ali is really a big rising star now for WWE. You cannot say it. He is just out of nowhere in the last two weeks become one of the biggest baby faces on SmackDown. He's one of the biggest guys that people are cheering for. He's getting these just out of nowhere reactions and, and also has pinned the WWE champion. Let's not take that for granted. He pinned clean in a tag match. The, the reigning WWE champion, who's now a heel, Daniel Bryan. My, how things have changed in the last few months. If you would have told me at the end of 2018, the guy on 205 Live, having good matches, but 205 Live was going to pin Daniel Bryan, who had returned at the beginning of 2018, I would have been like, what? <laughs> you know, like, so it's just a matter of where we are now. Also on SmackDown Live, it ended with Vince McMahon getting punched in the face by AJ Styles. What? Because I want to see the animal. I want to see. I want to see the animal. I want to see the animal in you. There's a big black hole in your heart. And I want to see it. So this was some classic Vince McMahon growly. I want to see evil, ruthless aggression stuff, and that was all on SmackDown. And uh, you know, it's a lot of shakeup in a good way. I don't know why people are still going to complain, but they're going to complain. You know what? I'm going to say it. They got me. We covered the stuff. We knew the shows were taped. I wasn't watching. Had a lot of family mm. here. I was not watching both shows. And both times I'm like, wait, 
they announced what with Vince dressed as what? And then I'm watching, I'm following Ross on Twitter, and he's like, Yeah, so AJ just beat up Vince McMahon. And it's like, What? <laughs> and they really, you know what? They did it. They got me. Yeah. And, and, and also, that was a pre tape thing. That wasn't in front of the crowd. So the crowd never got to see that. Um, it, it was a tape show after they had already done a two-hour live show. Some people have said online that it sounded like there was some crowd sweeping. I didn't really care, though. I thought, like, it just kind of it flew by. It also was a show on Christmas, so you're watching it. Like, I watched it the day after before I went and saw the uh, WWE live event last night. And so I was watching it on the train heading out there. So I was like, oh, this is a perfect way for me to get amped up for this. Like, I have to take this hour-long train ride. So I had my tablet out. And I don't like watching things on my tablet, but... You ever do this when you're like looking at something on your phone and somebody like looks over your shoulder and they go, oh, and and, and um, some a lady on the train was looking over my shoulder. She goes, oh, I love wrestling, <laughs> and I just had my headphones on and I wasn't talking to anyone and I just kind of was like, excuse me. She's like, I love wrestling. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to see your screen, but I love wrestling. And then she started to reel off all the wrestlers that she wants to uh, be her boyfriend. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, she said, I like Daniel Bryan. I don't know why I like him, but I like him. <laughs> and so it was, it was a very fun exchange about wrestling with someone who wasn't a wrestling fan. Another big thing on SmackDown, I do want to bring this up. Uh, Vernon in the chat, bring it up. Rusev is your new United States champion in a great, great main event uh, on Christmas, of all things. You would think they wouldn't do any big, uh, big things, but they did plenty of it. Vince McMahon got smacked in the face by AJ Styles. Uh, Daniel Bryan beat well, he up. He also slapped AJ Styles in the face. I want to see. I want to see that ruthless aggression. I want to see the black corner. I want to see the animal. I want to see an animal. So, so he got slapped in the face, and uh, and then AJ came back and yelled and punched at him and got pulled away. Uh, and this will lead to something. What it is, I have some idea. Uh, but Rusev, new United States champion. What did you think of that main event? I thought it was a really, really good match. I did not expect a title change. They've been doing these wishy-washy finishes for some time, and it just seems like we got like a pay-per-view payoff on television, which I think you're going to see more of that. You're going to see more of these things that you thought you would see on pay-per-view years ago, but the tables have turned. You know, The television means something. It, did, it means more, and the storytelling is different. You have so much content every single week. Why not have title changes on TV more often? We've already seen it. The tag titles a few weeks ago. You know, the mid-card stuff? Why not do that stuff on television? Well, you know, it wasn't just Christmas. It might have been the greatest Rusev day that has ever Rusev day. It was his birthday, because, too. It was his birthday. Uh, let me tell you, I didn't expect it. I know when the... Obviously, the spoilers came out. I was very surprised. I did not expect Rusev to beat Shinsuke Nakamura. I know this leads to a bunch of rumor and innuendo about Nakamura is going to leave for New Japan. <laughs> oh, that that's what it is. Nakamura is going back oh, home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because so. you know that. You know that if you're going to say that, you know. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Shinsuke is just in a different phase in his career. You know, uh, I think Rusev is a guy that people have wanted for a while. This is a way WWE can say, hey, we're giving you Rusev Day. Rusev is champion again. Let's see where this goes. But I think the guy we need to talk about, maybe the guy who's having the best 2018 ever, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, let's get back into this. I touched on this a little bit just in terms of everything that's happened in the last few days. And I saw this last night at the WWE house show. And this guy is a superstar. This, like, I've seen him wrestle for a very, very long time prior to being in WWE. 
We had Matt Nix from Freelance Wrestling where Mustafa Lee was their champion as well on the show prior, and he's just a good person. He's a very good person in terms of the way he treats people and the way he acts professionally. But on top of it, he's a very exciting wrestler. He's a guy that you can get behind and cheer uh, and if, almost in a way where the matchup with Daniel Bryan makes a lot of sense, where people would write him off and say, like, well, you know, is the general American audience going to respond to a Muslim Pakistani wrestler? How do they relate to it? Well, it doesn't matter because he's an American. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, you know, people can get behind that. And uh, are they going to respond to a 205 Live guy on SmackDown? They already have. They're, he has a very – he has pros- possibly the hottest new finishing move in WWE right now, the 045. And at this uh, – this live event yesterday, they start the show, and AJ Styles isn't there, okay? So he's out with the sickness, and this is going to affect the show, and I'll get more into what's going on with the house show in general. There were some odd things I just didn't get, but there were some great things, and all of them involved Mustafa Ali. In his hometown, in the All-State Arena, uh, he opens the show with The Miz, and the winner of this is going to face Daniel Bryan in a cage later in that night in a, in a WWE championship match for the, for the fans just in Chicago. But Daniel Bryan's not going to have it. He comes out, he interferes, and says there will be no title match, not in this disgusting town of Chicago. And then it's corrected and says, no, we're not just going to have one man take on Daniel Bryan. It's going to be both of you, Mustafa Ali and The Miz, and you'll face him in a steel cage later tonight. So you think that's – What? Who made that announcement? Byron Saxton, who is the MC of the night. <laughs> and we will get into Byron. Oh, boy. I got words for Byron. All right? So, uh, but just focusing on Mustafa Ali. So, here's the thing. If they're going to position Mustafa Ali like that, that means they value him in a way that we, pro- like, you still have to process the idea, like, this guy has just been rocketed. With this new era change, he has been rocketed plucked from 205 Live and placed prominently in SmackDown in its week-to-week storytelling, uh, and now is positioned to possibly take on Daniel Bryan for the for the WWE Championship on a pay-per-view. I'm calling it now. If it's not just him, it's him in styles or some mixture of it against Daniel Bryan for – he's in the title picture. And and you would have told me that a month ago. I would have been, what are you talking about? And I'm saying, like, yeah, he's an exciting wrestler, but you just don't believe it. And also had a really, really exciting live event match last night. Daniel Bryan won, but it was an 0-4-5 that uh, he hit on The Miz. Daniel Bryan comes in, throws him off, rams him into the cage, takes the pin, gets out of the cage. All right, so live event. Didn't expect any title changes, right? But he got huge reactions. And I was just like, I, I like this guy, but people that aren't even hardcore wrestling fans that knew him from Cruiserweight Classic or would even know him from the independent scene are rooting for him. People of all ages, all races, he's connecting in a, in a very, very big way, and you need that with young stars in WWE, and, and he's a star on the rise very, very quickly, and if you want to complain about the new era not making new matches, this is a guy who's getting made, and, and, and you're seeing it very, very quickly. I enjoyed it. Now... Here's a guy who was in the kickoff show at WrestleMania and lost. Where do you see him on this year's WrestleMania? Who knows? Uh, it's you know, there's a lot to change with WrestleMania. I could see him. I don't. I don't I'm not going to say I see him in a major match, but I see him in WrestleMania. Uh, you know, if you're if you're saying WrestleMania was a month from now, he would be in it. I definitely see him in a title match. I don't see him winning the WWE Championship, uh, but I think Daniel Bryan is what they're tying their horse to with this guy getting really good negative reactions his heel turn whether you like it or not it is over you know a common fan wants to boo that guy he's figured out how to do it 
He is cutting some of the best promos he's cut in a very, very long time and having the hottest reactions he had since around WrestleMania earlier this year when he made his comeback. So uh, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm into what they're doing right now. How long will WWE run with Shane and The Miz as a tag team? They were formed officially this week as a tag team. Shane said, I'll give it a shot. All right. How long do you think this goes? Where, where, where's the direction with this? What do you think, Robert? I, I'm going to be that guy who just says, I think they're going into a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Only because I believed them as a tag team until Shane ended the line with, but don't screw me because there will be consequences. Mm. And so now I'm like, okay, so they're going to have some type of a match at WrestleMania. Otherwise, I would say it's maybe Shane and The Miz versus The Bar. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. That would be a stretch. I don't. Something makes me think The Bar doesn't have those titles going into WrestleMania season. But that's, once again, far, far off. All right, if you're just joining us, once again, uh, you can jump into the chat. Your comments drive the show. You're the third host of the show, so fire them off if you're listening to the live stream. If you're listening to the podcast, we're reading some of your texts as well. So some of the things I'm talking about are things you've sent into us as well. And so thank you so much for your five-star ratings and sharing the show and listening to the audio on iTunes. I know we took a week off. Hopefully you guys are still with us. Uh, And also the best thing you can do to help out the show is to share the show with people who can't watch it live or those that just listen to the podcast. Share it. All right, they'll your friend, your wrestling buddies will hear your name on the podcast. If you're hearing us shout you out, share the show, support it as well. I'd like to thank our friends at powerslam.tv, a wonderful treasure trove of on, de- on demand independent wrestling. And we have a free match from them right now over in the Facebook video section of WrestleZone's Facebook page. Go there and check it out. It is between Desmond Xavier and Rich Swan. It's free match Mondays. And go to powerslam.tv. Now, if you go to powerslam.tv, you sign up for a free month. It's only $6 a month. You get a free month when you use the, the code, the promo code, WrestleZoneFree. WrestleZoneFree. And that's powerslam.tv. Thank you to them and their support. All right, so jumping into all this new era WWE stuff, let's get some more questions in here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Michael Shea sends it in. Mary, I hope you guys, you guys had a good holiday. Uh, people are saying they're supporting the Ali changes here. Uh, and some people already saying that we could see a triple threat of Ali, AJ Styles, and Brian for the belt. What would you think of that? I don't think it happens because I think Ali's getting the one-on-one shot at the Rumble. Mm. And I think AJ Styles is going to find himself as number one in the 30-man Royal Rumble. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Getting some questions about Impact Wrestling and their change in television channel. We'll get into that. Don't worry. We'll touch on all that, but we're drilling through some of your WWE questions here as well. Uh, People thinking Miz versus Shane is a thing that could happen at WrestleMania. Some people think Shane's going to screw Miz or Miz will screw Shane. Who knows? It's a testy relationship. Iridian Fierro, I uh, saw her. She's our friend uh, friend who did a recent interview for WrestleZone.com that we ran with Seth Rollins. Thank you for that, for that, Iridian. She says, Miz and Daniel Bryan need to become a tag team. Ooh, that would be weird. That'd be weird. Uh, also, Iridian, control yourself when wrestlers come to the ring. She was very, very hormonal in her reactions, freaking out when Jeff Hardy made his way down to the ring last night at the All-State why, Arena. Why is it always Jeff? Jeff and Randy get a lot of reactions. They're swooning. They? They're swooning them ladies. A lot of ladies. A lot of ladies want to want to ride with a charismatic enigma or a man who calls himself a viper, which is dangerous because pe- ladies, ladies like a bad boy. 
Ladies like a bad boy. <laughs> just, I'm just joking with you. Uh, Terrell Diggs, uh, more questions about WWE. Do you think Charlotte will be the main event of WrestleMania? You know, who knows? Uh, I, I don't know where things are going, but it definitely seems like Ronda Rousey will be a part of the main event of WrestleMania. We're quite a while out, guys, so I don't know why everyone's rushing to Mania right now. Because it's just, it's that excitement. You know, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom is a week away. We know we're headed to the Rumble. Oh, we're excited. Speaking of Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom is the big show uh, in Japan, Tokyo Dome, January 4th. We will be doing a preview show of that with Ross Berman. So that'll be coming up. If you're a big New Japan fan and want to get involved in that. Uh, this question here, what do you think of the NXT call-ups that have been announced? Uh, where are they going to end up on Raw or SmackDown? Uh, you know, there's a lot of different shakeups. We're getting Lacey Evans. It's going to come up as well. Nikki Cross. So I think one of them will go to Raw. One of them will go to SmackDown. I don't think... They're one that's going to get more shows. I see Nikki Cross sticking with Sanity. I just think that would be a, a smart move. And if she had her own little goon squad of guys that could, you know, uh, be there to intimidate, it would be an exciting shakeup on the SmackDown side. And I think Lacey Evans is a better fit to go in and, and uh, jaw jack against, you know, Natalia or jaw jack against Ruby Riot and, and that those different crews. I think heavy machinery would have a much bigger impact on Raw than they would on SmackDown. And I think heavy machinery against uh, another big beefy squad of AOP would be exciting. What do you think? I think Lacey Evans definitely needs to go to Raw because, as you mentioned, Nikki Cross should stick with Sanity. Heavy machinery might end up going to SmackDown because I think SmackDown is the more tag team-centric show, and I think they're going to keep it that way. EC3 should go to Raw. That's the way I see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan, I've already said, I think is going to cost Braun Sturman the main event well, of uh, the Royal Rumble. It's because he's a freak, man. He's a freak. You don't care. Freaks don't care. And you, now that Vince is on TV, maybe we get that. It's the monster versus the freak. He's a freak. I want a freak. Give me a freak. Go down to Florida and give me a freak. All right. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see the freak feud with Braun Strowman. People would like to see Lars Strowman, uh, Lars, uh, get in there with the, with another big monster man. It's a man. It's a land of monsters. That's that's what they got going in WWE now. We got sanity. We got monsters everywhere. It's run amok. Uh, a question from Kenneth Barfield: John Cena is going to go heel in 2019. Kevin, watch. Maybe some group coming also. Uh, I don't know if John Cena is going heel, but John Cena back in the picture of WWE in a big way. We we heard last week he thought he was only going to be doing live events, but. He's back on SmackDown next week. They announced him. John Cena back on TV. What do you think of Cena in 2019? What happens with him? You have a guy who's committed to a lot of different television projects, movie projects. Certainly you want him a part of WrestleMania. What's going on? Um, so for me, it's upsetting me because first they say he's on TV. Then he says, no, I'm not doing TV. And then they say, you know what? I got a Christmas present for you. He's on both shows. <laughs> and it's like, where are they going with him? I don't want to see that fist. So I follow Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated on Twitter. Yep. And he was at the Madison Square Garden show. And he beat Baron Corbin with that fist. And it's just the dumbest thing. Oh, the, the spinning back fist thing? that he, His new yeah. his new big move that he premiered in China? What is, what is that? He like, I don't know. The, Corbin no-sold the AA just so he could get knocked out from this fist. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, John. That's, that's not doing it for me. Who knows, man? Uh, certainly, John Cena is a big star. People still care about him. You know, I saw him watch an episode of Late Night with Seth Meyers on it, and he was very, very charming. And and you always, oh, it's always telling when they say what someone does, like when they when they don't say they're a WWE guy anymore, like The Rock or Stone Cold or something like that, right? And 
and they, they say John Cena's on the show tonight. And but but when they introduce him and he comes out, he's he's a 16-time world champion in WWE. He is this, 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 and he's in these movies, and it's John Cena. He comes out, he's very, very charming. And he joked about his early wrestling career. He still loves being a WWE guy, but he, I think he kind of knows I can't be fully committed to one or the other. I can kind of come in and out. I can be the thing that I complained Rock was eight, nine years ago. Uh, I think John Cena is going to have a big role at WrestleMania, and I think he'll be in a big match. I don't know what that match is. I, I don't think, uh, you know, there's very few people that do. But if you have John Cena, you have him part of WrestleMania. And if you can get him to come in and do the one big match and do a real one, go for it. I think his performance at Super Showdown and just in a tag team match was under four minutes. It was it was kind of I don't I didn't think it was bad, but it didn't leave me like salivating for more John Cena. And I think he can still create those moments. Now if his if his thing is I, I I can't be the main event guy, I don't want to be fully committed if I can't do that, then that's smart. That's a respectful thing. You know, but you're still John Cena, and The Rock still come in and do these matches, and this has been the 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 shakeup they've had of just you know feature players and stuff like that. People are part timers, uh, part timers. You know, I'm sorry, I I I I think all wrestlers don't have to be on the road all the time. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the idea of guys that you still have under contract. All right, we're gonna give you three weeks off, and you come and do that. Randy Orton's been doing that for the last two years. No one says anything like that to him, uh, so I'm okay with that. And I don't think people should get off him. Uh, Jeremy Johnson, do you think John Cena will turn heel and bring the thug gimmick back? No, 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 wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep saying no until you get it that he's not turning heel because fans of a certain demographic and a certain age want John Cena to be heel. I mean, he's over, but we just want to see him be a bad guy. So you can cheer for him. That's not the idea. All right. Like that's not the idea. You can cheer for a heel, but as long as people boo him, what does it care? No one's going to boo John Cena. Kids who grew up with him are not going to boo him. All right. Women who come to the audience for, for him are not going to boo him. All right. Just because you, and if you boo him because he's a baby face, it's just, it's backwards. All right. It's inverse. It's bipolar in terms of the reactions that W wants to tell for story time. And it also, that doesn't work in the long term. You're going to make him heal for what? For what? You can do him as a tweener just because he's such a seismic personality. Uh, so, just, no. And he joked about this on Seth Meyers this week where he joked about, like, everyone wants me to be a heel. It's not going to happen because if I be a heel, then, then some people are going to cheer me, and the people that used to cheer me aren't going to cheer me anymore. So why would we do that? And you can still boo me, and I still get a reaction. So, boom. Why would you do it? Why would you erase half the reactions you get by doing that? I would like to see him as a uh, – you ever see The Departed? Yeah. Like Matt Damon's character in The Departed. <laughs> oh, it didn't turn out well for that guy. Uh, so I don't know if that would be good. Um, <clears throat> more questions here. Uh, people want to see R-Truth and Cena as a tag team champion. No, not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kenneth Barfield uh, chiming in here more with more text. He said, it would be like Hulk Hogan turning the NWO. Dude, it would be awesome. Kevin, if Cena did, man, not going to happen. It's not because he's not going to be there every week. Why would you waste things like that? That's just dumb. That's indulgent. That's like saying I want chocolate ice cream on a steak. Wouldn't that be a great idea? But in practice, it wouldn't be. It would not be a good idea. Yeah, so so, 
So, sorry if I'm just not indulging you when I'm actually trying to be practical because you want the long, savory payoff. Sorry, I'm thinking, not just feeling, whereas wrestling is supposed to make you feel, then think. All right? So I have to put on a thinking hat, think about wrestling, and then I can feel later. Okay? So, like, when I went to the show last night, I just felt things, and later I kind of thought about them. I thought, oh, why? Why did WWE do this at a live event? Why did this happen? Well, that was really cool. I understand why they did that. So just just calm down, everybody. He doesn't need to be heel for it to be a good show. He needs to be heel. He needs to be heel. I just want to see him be heel. I want to see an invasion. What are they going to do invasions? Everything needs to be invaded. <laughs> You're getting, like, new matches. And it's the same thing we keep coming back to, Robert. Why aren't they fantasy booking the ideas that I say? <laughs> like, like it's one thing if, if you get the things you quote unquote want, right? And you do want those things. But the idea that why aren't they just doing the exact thing I want? You know, like it's that that isn't how it works. They're doing the things they think a lot of people like you and other people sort of like you or people that are in the next town over that are watching the show that they want too. They have a lot of different people they have to serve. So stop thinking that you're bigger than everything. You're a part of something you know what, that's though? bigger than you. We did see an invasion. We did see an invasion last night. Madison Square Garden was invaded by NXT. Yeah, they had uh, quite quite the thing. I'll say this, though. Uh, I put a poll up on the WrestleZone socials on Twitter and on our Instagram, and uh, an overwhelming amount of people looked at the results, and we have the results of both WWE uh, live events from Chicago at the Allstate Arena and the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden in New York City. It looked like a lot more people thought the New York City show was better. Uh, and I went to the, the, the show in Chicago because I live here, and uh, I'll say I, I lean towards I think the Madison Square Garden show may have just been a little bit better. Uh, and that show featured a five-on-five uh, -five tag team match, Matt Riddle and several other big stars making their, their debuts at the, the Madison Square Garden match. And it def definitely felt like the Madison Square Garden card got like some featured special things. Whereas over in Chicago, AJ Styles is out with a flu. <laughs> we're going to get a cage match out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, they're going to make that better. We're going we're gonna to elevate Ali. We're going to do this. Uh, one thing that was weird on the show, and I'll just get into the show I saw, is they start the show at 7.30, all right? They go into intermission at like 9.30, 9.45. So a lot of people think the show is just done then because it ends, like they, they do the cage match before intermission. And then they they go to intermission, like they say intermission like three minutes later, but like a lot of the crowd is like leaving, not understanding the show is still going. They're thinking like, oh, it's not on TV, so it's just not as much time, right? That's what I saw a lot of people leaving. And now some people are like, oh, come on, how do you not, how do you not know? Well, these are people with families and stuff like that. They're casual fans. A lot of casual people just go to the house shows. So they had that impression. And then they, like, there were some people who just didn't get it. And there were some people, like, moving into different seats. It was sort of confusing. And Byron Saxon was the MC, And then he gets on there. There's more to come. There's this. And then he's hawking merch. And, and my thing was, like, Shouldn't you tell them there's more matches coming up? Because, like, they uh, they said Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Oscar are going to be in a triple threat match, and that's what ended the night. Match of the night, though, that I saw was the was the triple threat world, excuse me, WWE championship match between Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Mustafa Ali. Wonderful match, great match, some other standouts on the show. thought the tag teams were exciting. New Day, Usos, and The Bar, a match you've seen a lot. It was really, really cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun, fun thing. No real stinkers on the car. Some great reactions. Charlotte, Becky Lynch got a huge reaction. Oscar looked great. Uh, it was a fun show. 
fun show. No big title changes, but just a fun show all around and just uh, uh, just fun to see wrestling without the limitations of TV, which is a unique thing. Unique thing. So is that a historic thing? I think both house shows were ended by the women. Yeah. The and women the, they ended both shows. Yeah, and that that was kinda I thought that was like, oh, oh that that and obviously, oh, they're doing the women thing. People say, Oh, women's first, everything's a first. It's it's played, it's played up. Blah 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 blah. Um, I thought it was special because there was a lot of women in the audience that responded to it. There was, I, I, there was a lot of women at this show that were engaged, that knew who they liked. They cheered for people. They, they came for specific wrestlers, and, and they came for the women. The, the, a lot of the women that came to that show came to see the women, and they weren't just there with, with their kids. It wasn't just moms with their kids. Um, so I saw a lot of young women there. I was like, oh, this is different. And like, and it's something I've been seeing more. But when you go to a house show, it's different because there's not as much breakdown for TV. It's not like you're going up and down. We're going into a commercial break. We're coming out of it. It's just the show. It's You just see the show. It goes. And there's a small break. And then you kind of look around. And you're like, oh, wow, this is a slightly different crowd than a TV crowd. Well, I think obviously Madison Square Garden was headlined by Rhonda because she's Rhonda. But – it's interesting that they even ended the Chicago show with a hometown guy being in the WWE Championship match. They still chose to put Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Asuka in that last spot. I think it really responds to Becky being the man. She she won Sports Illustrated, not Sports Illustrated, uh, CBS Sports Wrestler of the Year. Oh, yeah. Lynch. Yeah, she got a great reaction, too. Uh, she got a great, great reaction in terms of just coming out and people being like, that's a star. You know, like, you shoot, wow. And Daniel Bryan, The Miz, but Mustafa Ali kind of got it and it kind of, uh, I'm used to like the hometown, like, yeah, cool, he's from our town. No, Mustafa Ali got a really big reaction. You know, he got a really, really strong reaction. Another fun thing was, he's done this before when he competes in Chicago, is he goes to his wife in the crowd and says, give me my daughter. I want to hold my daughter up. And, like, he picks her up and she waves to the crowd. It was very heartwarming, especially after he had a really, really strong performance. So I enjoy that. And Becky Lynch had the biggest reaction of the night, as I, as I said. Uh, WWE uh, house show tours are continuing this week. I'll, I'll, I'll put those up on the screen for you guys Uh so you can follow along and know where these shows are going to be. There's another Chicago date for you, isn't there? There is. This uh, Saturday, we're going to have the Raw Superstars, not at the Allstate Arena, at the United Center. And I'm pretty sure the United Center show is going to draw a much bigger crowd. Uh, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing when live events aren't super sold out. I think Madison Square Garden sells out just because it's Madison Square Garden. It's just the aura of that is special. Uh, but I think this uh, Saturday show in Chicago is going to do a bigger crowd uh, just based on that it's Saturday and it's at the United Center and WWE fans in the Midwest. Oh, how many times are they at the United Center? Not that often, so I'll go to that. And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to draw based on that. Also, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose on that card as well. Uh, getting more into your questions here and other, other topics in the world of wrestling. Want to talk about Impact. This happened while we were away. Impact Wrestling announced a move. Tonight's, uh, I believe, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow episode? No, it's next week. It's, it's next, next week. week. Uh, next week will be their last show on Pop TV, and then they will move to the Pursuit Channel. Pursuit Channel, though, uh, and a lot of industry insiders from postwrestling.com to Wrestling Observer, a lot of people, not just WrestleZone, observe this as a huge drop-off for Impact Wrestling. Anthem owns a minority, a minority stake in Pursuit Channel, which is mainly programming centered around outdoor hunting programming and is only recently in the last year subscribed to the Nielsen's rating system. So it's only now recently in the Nielsen's ratings game. You know, so it's a very fresh new network. 
uh, with an implant uh, footprint of about 33 million reach. So pretty big drop off from pop TV in terms of just distribution and cable systems you can get it on. Uh, so is this a bad move? A lot of people think it is. Okay. So last month, I bought the homecoming pay-per-view to, co- to cover it this coming Sunday yeah. on uh, Fight TV. I do not have Pursuit. I have zero interest now in covering this show. Wow. It's, but you got to cover it. There's still, the... there's still something to covering the show. No, I mean, I'm going to cover it. It's going to be a fine pay-per-view, I'm sure. But I cannot even watch the television product. It is now strictly just the app for me i have to go on gwn or i have to find another way to watch this product it's not a good move and it really you keep watching impact survive but they're like going on a lesser network and a lesser network and a lesser network and i'm going to be honest with you i pay and a ridiculous amount for cable in 2018 (laughs) and i don't have this channel and I don't think Lavelle has this channel who does all the coverage. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. There, How do we cover it? We don't have the channel. But Impact has severely hurt itself by making this move. But on the flip side of that, they can rest because Anthem owns this channel. They can try new things. Anthem owns, Maybe. A, Anthem owns a piece of this channel. They don't own all of it, to they be clear. They own enough of it that they said instead of trying to get this product somewhere else let's just put it on this network and try to do new creative things yeah so i'm hoping that something good does come out of it but right now i gotta tell you i have a bad taste in my mouth about this um and a lot of people tend to agree with that uh there is some other backdoor kind of escape plans some people thought this was merely just an escape plan for pop tv uh the ratings have been down for them since Slammiversary, which was their most well-reviewed show in, lo- in a long time, which is surprising. You would think after a well-reviewed show, uh, you know, generally well-received, that they would they would get a bump. Uh, and they, they haven't really had that. And they've been moved. Uh, they've been moved from, a, you know, an 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to a 10 to midnight time. So that, that's not good. That's not a good sign for them on pop TV. So the move is is in their court. So they're moving to a property that their their production company that owns them, Anthem, has a stake in, but they do have this kind of trapdoor thing where they can get out of that deal and chop the show. They're not exclusive to to Pursuit Channel, which I think is important for them. There is some you know light at the end of the tunnel, but it's pretty bad. It's a bad bad move. Yeah, and you know, not great. And while all this is going on, you know, you see the all elite shake up here coming in as a sexier product. But mind you, all elite has there's no news that we are aware of. Of them talking to any news station at any any channel outfit, any distribution, any streaming company. And they and, and also whatever this all elite wrestling is is gonna be on, it can't like everyone's gonna be like, oh, they can just put it on YouTube. No, 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 no. You YouTube is is a is a is a secondary video platform to your main broadcast outlet. All right, it's complementary programming. So in that regard, I don't think whatever ever whatever is going out in, in the world around Impact is not affecting because it directly is. When you see that WWE signed $2 billion TV deals in the last year, that is uh, – I love this idea. John Pollock at Post Wrestling brought this up, and I heard it on a show, and I thought it was a great, really great analogy. And kudos to him for thinking of this, especially as a media professional. It, it struck my interest. WWE is now being paid to stay in Manhattan. 
in this very pricey area of network television, prime tier cable now with Fox and NBC Universal. All right. Billions of dollars. This is no longer, you know, like we just, you need to pay us so we can get out of here. No, you're going to pay us enough to stay here so that we're not going to go somewhere else. All Elite Wrestling has this hot new product. They're going to need rights to break in. Ring of Honor Wrestling has a syndicated network. They're owned by somebody who owns their television. Some people would say, oh, well, they're this, they're at this time. I would prominently tell you that Ring of Honor is the number two company in the United States besides, besides WWE. Been here? What? I can watch Ring of Honor Saturday night at 11 o'clock. I can't watch Impact Wrestling on the Pursuit Channel. And also so. the turnover, the you know, Ring of Honor has Honor Club, right? The turnover of their show to the Honor Club is, what, a week or something like that, sometimes less? So you get it directly from them, uh, whereas Impact has to do all these different deals. I saw this graphic of where their stuff is streaming they have live events on Twitch. They have live events on Pluto. They have the, the Global Wrestling Network, which they do their own shows on. And then they have pay-per-view. So they're still on traditional pay-per-view, which, which the homecoming is going to be on. So it's just, it's all over the place. It's splintered. It, it doesn't, I mean, like, I understand having a couple of different TV partners, but it's splintered in a way where it seems like they're stretched thin. And uh, I'm not saying, oh, they're going to go under, they're going to go under. Because people have said they're going to go under for over 10 years, Right. I think that's a silly thing, especially when they have a deep tape library. But Impact, you know, this is a uh, – I'm worried. I'm concerned. Is that fair to well, say? Well, it's good to know, Kevin, that if ECW would have just stayed around that, that year and a half, that they would be the company who has somehow survived through all of this because it seems like that – this company has survived through everything and i will check the outdoor channel thank you for that jason michael campbell i will be checking into the outdoor channel but even that doesn't that seem weird like it, it's a pro wrestling product and it's on like a hunting network it just doesn't seem like who are you marketing to here yeah or are we maybe like, maybe maybe you think those 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 demographics line up yeah the wrestling audience kind of yeah uh so uh what is the much how much is the roh tv deal worth as we're talking television deals and different things like that uh I, their tv deal is completely different because they're owned by sinclair broadcasting so they're owned by a tv company that already owns television channels it's not so much what their tv deal is worth it's where they can place the show on properties that they already own. So it's a completely different financial arrangement. So the you know Ring of Honor is worth what it can produce in terms of re- revenue for the streaming network. I would I would look more what are, what are their subscriber base like? You know what are their live event crowds like? What's what are they going to be like with all all these big elite stars who are their biggest stars at the time? You know now leaving the picture as they inject new stars like PCO and. Brody King, and they still have Marty Scrawl, and they still have Jay Lethal, and those guys that are still there who are still, you know, formidable talents. What is, what's going to happen with them? I look at those things. I look at what Honor Club is. I look at all that stuff. So, I uh, love this little comment that I don't need to put on the screen. Sounds like Kevin thinks he knows it all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are about to bear witness to the Yellums of Kellum. Take it away. Thank you. Robert, sounds like I think I know it all. I know some things. When many other people talk like they know everything in one sentence while instantly showing they know almost nothing at all. They feel they don't think, all right? So I think, and then I allow myself to feel things, something I've been saying in the show for a while. I'm not talking as a wrestling fan when I'm 
saying and sounding like a know-it-all. I'm talking to someone who works in media. <laughs> like, that's it. That, that's what I work for. When I'm not here, I'm walking down the hall, and I'm on the, the, one of the biggest alternative rock radio stations in the country. Come on, man. I don't have to prove myself to you. Do I know it all? No. I know some things. That's why you say I won't say, like, I know oh, this is going to happen. This is the main difference. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at all. All right? We aggregate information at Russell's Zone. I look it all layout. I say, here's what I think is happening. I think this. And now I'm going to allow myself to say what I feel. So there. Kevin, take, well said, take, Kevin. A, Kevin, take a bump. In turn heel live on Russell Zone. I will never turn heel on Russell Zone. Never for the faithful. I won't do that. I will never do that. <clears throat> Jose Gonzalez uh, chiming in from uh, the Reekens of Wrestling, a very fun show you guys can check out on Facebook. Jose saying, What up? Merry late Christmas. Merry late Christmas to you. People want to see me go heel. Ain't going to happen. I'm not turning just heel. A heads up on, just a heads up on uh, Jason Michael Campbell telling me to look for the outdoor channel. Don't have it. Can't watch the show. <laughs> uh, as we jump into questions here, on the, you guys can fire them off. Fire for your questions here as we jump into the final segment of the show. Uh, people want to know, uh, I was just wondering uh, how much an AE, AEW TV deal could be worth to get idea of what kind of budget they'd be working with. See, now you're asking me to talk about, like, we're talking spreadsheets and real money I mean, and how I much mean, money has been invested in this. Uh, it's completely through the roof and, and beyond speculative as to what that could be. Now, AEW, if you don't know what it is, this is the collective of Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, several other towns you see on the Being Leets uh, series that put together the big all-in game changing event earlier this year and was the kind of the catch-all superstar independent show. And now they're, they're leaving Ring of Honor. We'll find out next week how soon they're going to be sticking with uh, New Japan. Probably not long. And they're going to likely, reportedly, inspectively, launching their own promotion. Now, there is no TV partner in it. Initially, Access TV, which airs New Japan Pro Wrestling currently, was, uh, was talked about. Access Television went on the record with us and our sources at Russell Zone and told us, point blank, directly to us, that there is no truth to that whatsoever, that they have not talked to the AEW group. They have filed trademarks for All Elite Wrestling, All In, Double or Nothing, and another trademark for Dynamite Tuesday Night, uh, which, which someone... And they, they just filed on the 18th Fight for the Fallen, and they filed it for iPay-Per-View, music rights, and other such things. So something is happening, and Matt Jackson put out a countdown clock that's set to expire on New Year's Day, midnight for Californians. So that's 2 a.m. for you, 3 a.m. for me. Oh, boy. So needless to say that by the time we go to sleep on New Year's or wake up on New Year's, we're going to know something about what the young bucks and Cody Rhodes are doing. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm uh, you know, the latest on it, they're they're really good at at, uh, at really teasing this thing, man. They're very very good at teasing it. And, and some people saying uh AEW should go on a network like DAZN. Uh now Tyler Trees bring this up uh from WrestleZone. This is interesting. The Canelo fight in boxing was on this and he reportedly got tons of money to have uh, one of his recent pay-per-view fights on there. Uh, this is a subscription service. It does have some pro wrestling on it. Uh, I know in some markets they have WWE content on this DAZ and streaming deal. I'm not familiar with it beyond this, this Canelo fight. It was the first time I heard about it. Though I'd, I've been hearing some things about it. Nothing formidable, though. And so now you have this another subscription streaming thing that could pop up and be a potential home. That's where I see it going more than them being on a television network. 
I see all you know elite going on a premium kind of like, or you're gonna get your hard money in, and there's the you know the ratings performance won't be as much as just the hard money, you know. So when you do ratings, you gotta you gotta bring in a lot of people and hold them, yeah, a lot a lot of people. Whereas if you go and you play the subscription route, it's almost like Patreon on a on a bigger scale. Whereas if you go that route, and if you're the elite group and you can bring. 100,000, 70,000 people, subscribers to a, a streaming service, whether it be anything, you know, and you say, we're going we're gonna to subscribe just because we want to see the new Elite show and see these Elite matches, then you're tying yourself to hard money that's a completely different circumventing kind of pirate ship route to traditional media, and that makes the financials work. But here's the problem, and this is where the Elite kind of hits this snag of – they have built quite the empire and they need to back up what they say. They keep talking about changing the world. And I'm sorry, but if you hit me with another subscription service, <laughs> I'm going to be like, that's not changing the world. AW, Chikara, Beyond, you have all these things that are on subscription services already. Don't hit me with another one. Come out of nowhere and be like, hey, we're on, even if it's like TV land, just be on television in some way, shape or form. And you have my attention. Mm, mm, good point. Um, some people saying, uh, Robert, maybe you should call your cable provider and see if, see if they have the Pursuit channel. Um, Zach Lawrence saying, do you think Daniel Bryan could live up to, uh, up to his interview saying he's getting back to being the best wrestler in the world? Or do we see his name, the 2019 year-end awards? You know, he's not nominated for any of the year-end awards that are up now. Extended, we thought we would close those on on uh, December 23rd, but we've extended them. You guys can vote for them now. Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, Cody Rhodes, all nominated for Male Wrestler of the Year, so you guys can go check those out. It's up now at WrestleZone.com. I think Daniel Bryan's going to have a very big 2019. I think he's going to have a very prominent match at WrestleMania. I think he will be a guy that you will see them tie a lot of things to in terms of SmackDown. Another thing to think about, too, is SmackDown's going to be the bigger show. Once it goes to... Uh, once it goes to you, Fox Network, there's going to be a lot of tools that will be applied to what's going on there. And the way that people view uh, view SmackDown now as the B show, it'll flip. I'm not saying that Raw will be less important. It will still be. It's the it's the anchor show. It's one that's been running longest. But I'll see some big things on SmackDown. And if Daniel Bryan's there, he'll be a part of them. I think you'll see some pay-per-view level matches with Daniel Bryan on TV in 2019. He's already proven he can do it. Daniel Bryan is going to be a key player in 2019. He's not on the year-end awards for this year because cold hard facts, he didn't have that great of a 2018. He had a good comeback, great comeback. I think he better win comeback of the year. But he kind of had, you know, some flops. He fought Big Cass and a subpar feud with The Miz. This heel turn for him, it's reignited his fire you can tell that he loves it i think he's going to be if not in the main event he will be in one of them and i think he's going to face a major superstar maybe of the present but also who was a major name in the past what are you saying there robert robert you're teasing something robert i'll say john cena is back and he's not going to raw first is what i'm saying I think we'll have a better answer to that on Tuesday. But I think Daniel Bryan has some unfinished business. He's he beat up our truth. He's he's beating up Ali backstage. He's getting into it with everybody. 
AJ Styles still wants the belt on him. A lot of people. There's a big old target on that vegan's back. Let me tell you. All right. Uh, this question, Kenneth Barfield saying, Russell's own on WWE Network. Kevin, make it happen. Like, I just have a direct line to Stanford, Connecticut. Hi, WWE Network. I'm uh, the bald bearded guy. He yells in a uh, sometimes pixelated video stream on Facebook. Would you like to give me a show on your premium <laughs> subscription service? Uh, I would love it. Uh, some things that I did see on the WWE Network, uh, they launched some shows. They launched Kitchen Smackdown. I didn't get to complete that. And there's a show, a cooking show. I didn't get to see all that. But I did see all of the Botch Club. Have you seen this? I have not, not yet. Uh, this rolled out on Christmas Day, and it looked like a pilot episode. They they put it in the original specials section, which would maybe leave you to not believe that it's its own series. Uh, but it was very, very fun and playful, and it was Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows uh, showing botches <laughs> and, 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 like, kind of riffing on them, specifically one that I enjoyed. And they put a clip of this on the Internet as a tease, but I enjoyed the more thorough examination of it is them watching uh, Luke Gallows at 20 years old try out for the million dollar tough enough and him not being able to run the ropes and his his trunks falling down on a beach and he has to do a push-up with like his trunks down in the sand and they're just talking about like they're doing all these jokes they're they're riffing on Titus uh, falling down at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and then they they interview him underneath the ring, like he's just underneath the ring, and he's underneath. He's like, "What are you guys doing down here? We're not in the match, brother. We're underneath the ring." <laughs> and it was just they got very very playful with it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was go seek it out if you like both those guys as characters. I think it's it's something that's fun on the network. Uh, next Did question you see here: Xavier's arcade. Oh, excuse me. Did you see Xavier's arcade? No, I have not seen that yet. That's uh, Xavier Woods' show where he like. Goes around the world and like looks at arcades and stuff like that. Right. I'm not the first that. one. He he plays NBA Jam with fans and it's pretty fun. He's on fire. Remember that NBA Jam and the ball would light up on fire and then people Great would start game. throwing a flaming ball at each other in a video game. Not practical in reality, but fun in a 16-bit environment. Uh, Timothy Martin texting in here says, "Do you think Becky Lynch?" will win the Royal Rumble and face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 35. Well, she doesn't have the SmackDown Women's Championship, and I really think, you know, Becky Lynch is still getting some really, really great reactions. I certainly felt that uh, at the live event that I went to last night. And I'm going to tell you, I think it's a lock, and I some people don't like to say that the winner of the Royal Rumble is predictive, uh, but, you know, the last years, you haven't been able to predict who is going to win the Royal Rumble, and I'm okay with, all right, it may be 30 people in the ring, but who's the hottest, most popular person that people want to see win this match that doesn't have a title? And it's Becky Lynch. I think it's it's Becky and Charlotte do the Luger and Bret Hart thing. I oh. don't see either one of them winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Not individually, at least. <laughs> uh, John Udonovich bringing up a uh, silly Merry Christmas uh, 34th Street match on Raw this week that saw Elias and Lashley and someone take a bump on a pile of Legos. People thinking this is a highly original thing. It's been done in the Indies a handful of times. I thought it was no, very fun. To it now. What, what the Robert? Lego thing? Go I'm ahead, Rob. Surprised Robert. they're just getting to it now. <laughs> uh, the spot was cut from airing. Do you think you guys see or not what happened? Why was it cut? Uh, I don't know where it was cut. Maybe what it didn't air on the Hulu version or the international version, depending on where you're watching Raw. Hmm. Sometimes some of that stuff gets cut from different versions of the show. But I know it did air on my, on Monday night. Uh, I thought it was very funny. I saw a clip of it. I thought it was it was fine. It wasn't a great match, but garbage matches like that are fun, specifically on holidays. I don't think you should. Say, oh, this is the death of the business. No, they do them because they're fun. It's it, levity you know is the though, breath of the, life. 
for the casual fans who don't know that this has been a thing on the indies for a while, they were like, really? We've gone from thumbtacks to Legos? Oh, like, yeah. 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 Uh, do you think Charlotte will win the women's elimination? We're already doing a win elimination. We're already jumping ahead here, guys. Let's just get to the rumble. Wait, 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 hold on a second. We've talked about everything. We haven't talked about women's tag team championships have been announced. All right. Yes. We Thank haven't gotten you. into this. This is something that Manta Claus uh, announced <laughs> this week. Uh, is that in, uh, we're getting John Cena. John Cena is coming back. One of the greatest superstars of all time. Ha ha. Uh, and we're also going to get women's tag team championships. Now, what happens? Do you do a women's tag team championship on Raw? Do you do one on SmackDown? Do you do just one for both shows? I think it's just one. I really do think it's just one. I think it's smart. go between shows. People are going to say there's no equality in that, but I don't look at equality. I look at, like, the quality of storytelling Listen, that you can do there. If you create two separate women's divisions, we're going to have, like, 12 champions on the main shows we can't do that like mm. it's too much it's too much uh people asking us to get tony shivani on the show he's with mlw he has a really great I, podcast what happened when uh, maybe... i hope we get tony shivani on the show and i would like to be a part of that process because he's such a great announcer one of the best What's wrong with Festus? Remember Festus from, from early 2000s yeah. WWE? Luke Gallows performed as him. I thought that was a fun mid-card gimmick. According to CM Punk, it was a lot of drug usage. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that a deep cut? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they had him join the uh, the Straight Edge Club, like the Straight Edge Society, right? That's why he had to join it. Uh, yeah. Preston Thomas saying, I, I, I think Becky will be in the Rumble, but have a feeling... They will put a twist, and Shayna Baszler will enter and win it all. I don't know if Shayna Baszler is, is that much in the in the era. Uh, the now the, that's an athletic main event there. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. I would I would watch it. Are we going to see WWE women new match like buried alive match or an I quit match? I don't know. Now women have already done I quit matches. Yes. I don't ever want to see. Another human that isn't the Undertaker in a buried alive match, and at this point, I don't want to see the Undertaker in a buried alive match. Um, I could, I could, I could burn some comedy material here involving buried alive matches. Um, Robert, uh, I do, st you, Robert, you know, I do stand up, and I have a very, uh, I, I, in the last year, I've been able to get this joke right about buried alive matches when I start to explain to people who don't watch wrestling what wrestling is, and they judge right. And the critical point is a buried alive match. <laughs> and I'm just like, listen, this is how much they want to entertain people. Okay. So just back off and let us have this. So continue to fire off your questions here, guys, as we're getting to everything that's going on with you, what you want to talk about, because you're now the authority, right? They've given you the power. And we're covering all these big stories over at WrestleZone.com. Also today, uh, we have a feature up on Alicia Atout. She's one of the backstage interviewers with Impact Wrestling. We also look at what's going on with Austin Theory, hot independent name set for his UK debut. Kurt Angle refle uh, reflecting on some big matches he's had in the past as well. Enzo Amore on Crashing Survivor Series saying, <laughs> I knew Vince would hate it, but would respect the F out of it. This is something he said recently. Uh, Jen Justin Barrasso tweeting about that. We have that story up as he well. He also said that uh, the security guard that threw him out, <laughs> that he shared a moment with her that he hasn't shared with a woman in years. So, you know... <laughs> 
what could that moment be, Robert? I don't know. And, and so Amore is, is so bad it's good. Like... Incel Amore is what he just revealed himself to be. All right, so uh, all four title, uh, all 44 title changes in WWE in 2018. We also have those up as well. And uh, just just an incredible flurry of news today when I thought we would have a light news day. Conan is making a comeback in 2019. He's alluding to that. Those stories are all up now at WrestleZone.com. Go check them out. Let's jump into some final questions here. Any predictions for Wrestle Kingdom? Wrestle Kingdom will be the big show. One of the biggest wrestling shows of the year. I know we talk about WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, but one of the biggest shows, definitely the biggest show that isn't WWE, will be Wrestle Kingdom 13 going down January 4th. Uh, basically Friday morning for us here in the United States. And this will feature a headlining match between Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP Championship against Kenny Omega. The cloud of what's going on with the Elite hangs over all the proceedings as uh, the Young Bucks will be in a tag title match along with Cody Rhodes defending the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship against Juice Robinson. So where are those guys going? What are they doing? Apparently they're leaving New Japan and for this AEW project. What's going to happen with them? Huge show, Tokyo Dome. Hiroshi Tanahashi just re-signed. Uh, I don't know what my predictions are exactly because I do feel I need to catch up a bit on what's going on with New Japan. But I do think no matter what happens coming out of the show, it will give us the absolute, not the absolute, but the most clear picture we've had of what's going to happen with the Elite next. Because we sort of knew that going into final battle for Ring of Honor last month. But Ring of Honor, New Japan, they're in business together. Elite looks like they want to go and be in business on their own. I don't. Kenny Omega is the one that you have to ask questions about because Cody will probably just lose the title because he's been very open about just like, I'm going to go do this thing. The Young Bucks have said, enjoy us now because we won't be here forever. Kenny really was trying to change the world through New Japan. So it'll be interesting to see if he takes that mantra and brings it to the States, or if he's going to stick around in New Japan. Now, so far, they've been completely honest. They stood in the ring at All In and said, all of us are sticking together. The one that wasn't there was Marty. Marty's already been revealed to be staying with Ring of Honor. So maybe it's a lot more simple than we think. Mm -hmm. But I think no matter what happens, it's going to be a great show. Kenny Omega and Okada, uh, Okada, sorry, Tanahashi will probably steal the whole thing i won't get any sleep ross berman will love it these are not predictions these are spoilers and, <laughs> we will and have ross berman uh ross berman if you don't know does new japan wednesdays on wrestlezone.com and he does such a thorough great job of covering everything that's going on with it and also just kind of explaining like all right if you don't know what's going on in new japan here's why this makes sense and so he kind of elaborates and kind of doesn't let anything get lost in translation for you there He's schooled me several times. Like he's he's the guy you need to go to when you want to know about New Japan. Absolutely. And uh, so we will definitely have him on the show in the next week. Do you want to get into this though? We have Homecoming is going to be this uh, this Impact. We talked a little bit about what's going on with Impact. They some people some people asking, "Do you have any predictions for that show? You're covering it. What do you think is going to happen there?" I I do have predictions. I think it'll be a great show. I think It'll be good to see Ultimate X returning. I think Brian Cage beats Johnny Impact. Or we see Austin Aries resurface because mm. that thing still isn't over. And they're, 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 I, Austin Aries is jaw-jacking again with Impact people on Twitter, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So he's yeah. putting it back out there. So it'll be a good show. I just want to know, you know, am I going to have to subscribe to some other service to see their product? That's, <laughs> that's all I want to know. Uh, speaking of Wrestle Kingdom, uh, do you think uh, we're getting a text here from Michael Fisher? He asked, do you think Tana, as in Tanahashi, will win the title? Or do you think Kenny will retain and bow out gracefully? Um, well, well, what is he, Bret Hart in 97? He's not going <laughs> to hand you your title. Tanahashi is the ace of Japan, and he's going to send them back back to the States where he needs to be. Yeah. Tanahashi's winning that belt. Yeah, so I, I, I could see that as well. Uh, so a lot to get into, and all of this is being covered over at WrestleZone.com. Robert DeFelis, if they want to follow you on Twitter, where do they go? You can go to Dude Felice on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my clothing line at TimeKillerApparel.com. This is not one of them. This is just Pink Floyd. They are a great band or were a great band. And yeah. Yeah. So go check them out. Yeah. The Wall, underrated, still an underrated album. Uh, and uh, people asking, what's your favorite Pink Floyd album as you're wearing the T-shirt? We're getting that question. I'll take it. Uh, that's, that's hard. Dark Side of the Moon? Dark, uh, Dark Side of the Moon is fantastic. You, could, I, I've always, I've never done the thing that people talk about where you could play the album and it, it like f- matches up to Wizard of Oz. I've never done that. Maybe, maybe I should do it in the future. Uh, but the Wall is just a four minute. It was one of those first like classic rock albums I heard as a teenager when they weren't even a, far from an active band. I was like, this is a whole nother dimension to what rock music can be. So. I gotta, I gotta go with the wall. I don't think, I, and I don't think I'm a novice for saying that. It's a fantastic album. All right, so go check out everything going on at WrestleZone.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Kev Kellum, K E V K E L L A M, and follow me there. I have some big comedy shows coming up in January and February throughout the Midwest. Also working on some things related to New York City and WrestleMania. Uh, we did not get into the fast food Royal Rumble. Getting an, I'm getting an update here at the end of the show. Usually at the end of the show. We talk a bit about the fast food Royal Rumble. But I'm going to tell you, over the next few days, this thing that we have mentioned on the podcast and the, and the WZ Daily in the past few weeks, we will put the formidable pieces together and the next week settle on a date. We will create the characters. There will be a streaming Twitch event, which you will not have to pay for because I don't know if we would actually get enough people to pay for it. Uh, but we are working on creating a ridiculous fantasy farce of a video game streaming event that would involve us creating all, far too many characters in a 2K19 game and streaming said game. And this game would feature nothing but food mascots, uh, fast food mascots. I still feel that Ronald McDonald with the backing of the Happy Meal gang will be the winner of this match. Now, Robert, I know you are on the side of uh, Burger King. And several others. And we have, and if you have any fast food Royal Rumble entrants that you would like to see added to this big multi-man match, which does include Snap, Crackle, and Pop from Rice Krispies, uh, you can you can tweet them at us at WrestleZone.com. Use the hashtag Fast Food Royal Rumble. Fast Food Royal Rumble. And this is a ridiculous, idiotic thing that we've come up in the chat, but it is so enjoyable. It is the junk food of fantasy really booking is. wrestling. Yeah. So uh, hit us up with that, and we will find out who will be the greasiest, tastiest champion of the Fast Food Royal Rumble coming up later in the month of January. 
Uh, for Robert DeFeels, I'm Kevin Calm, wishing you all a happy holidays. Hope you guys can enjoy your extended run there. Uh, Michael Fisher, you're freaking awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you. People Michael. saying Burger King's going to be the guy. Well, uh, we'll find out at the Fast Food Royal Rumble coming up on a date to be determined in January. All right. And you guys will be able to stream the whole thing through WrestleZone.com. Thank you so much for all your support. If you like the show, share it with friends. We're sitting at the couch. We're sitting at the table. We're talking wrestling. And we want you to enjoy wrestling. Yes. We're out. Grand, grand return. Uh, Bouncing the ball all around the room, but a grand return indeed.